Welcome to the Pascal Ngwe Podcast. Pastor Pascal is the senior pastor of Alive Bible Church, a vibrant and growing church with branches across South Africa. Pastor Pascal is an anointed teacher of the Word of God who makes the Bible to come alive. Get ready to be empowered as you listen to the Word of God. I want to quickly talk about the anointing. To do well in the cell ministry, you must be anointed. You must. Zechariah 4, 6 to 7. Look at it. I'm now in my other notes, uh, Gabby. So he answered and said to me, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts, the seventh. Who are you, O great mountain, before Zerubbabel? You shall become a plain, and he shall bring forth the capstones with shouts of grace, grace to it. Not by man, not by power, but by my spirit. That's how you are able to move mountains in the ministry. Who are you, O mountain, before Zerubbabel? You shall become a plain. How? Not by might, not by power, by the anointing. Ministry is plagued with mountains, different mountains. And when you learn to not operate with might or with power, but by the spirit, meaning the anointing. The anointing. That's what I'm talking about, the anointing. Once you start operating with the anointing, that mountain of low attendance, that mountain of, you know, I don't know, like, there's a mountain that you are busy with. That mountain will not go away by might or by power. It's going to require the anointing going to need the anointing. going to need the anointing. You need to be anointed. I'm going to show you why you can't do this work without the anointing. I'm just going to take a few people that did the work of God and you will see that the common denominator for all of them is not that they came from the same family but that they were all anointed. Number one, soul. First Samuel chapter 10 verse 1. Then Samuel took a flask of oil and poured it on his head and kissed him and said, Is it not because the Lord has anointed you commander over his inheritance? Is it not, this is how Saul started becoming king. A king means ruling over a lot of people. He was not king of animals, he was king of human beings. And you are trying to work with human beings, isn't it? And then, why couldn't just Saul appear and say, okay, I'm here and I'm going to be your king? Ah, there's nothing like that. Anointing first. Is it not because, this is the reason why you're going to do well, because the Lord has anointed you commander. Commander means leader. Can you find other versions for the same thing? Just change a bit commander so that you can see 
God can anoint you to be. There you get it. Then Samuel took a flask of oil and poured it on Saul's head and kissed him, saying, Has not the Lord anointed you leader over his inheritance? So you see, you can't just become a good leader like that. There is an element called the anointing. That must be you. A leader, a cell leader, a cell leader. You must be anointed before it can work. Don't forget that. It's very important. Here's Saul. He's about to start. But Samuel is revealing to him, God has anointed you. That's why you can be a good leader. May God anoint everybody here tonight. In the name of Jesus. Number two, David. Psalm 89 verse 20. I have found my servant David with my holy oil. I have anointed him. You see, Saul anointed David with my holy oil. I have anointed him. And David was supposed to be a shepherd of the people of God. And the main thing that God says, I've done, I have anointed this guy. May God anoint you, I tell you. It's very important. It's very, very anointing. Okay. Elisha. First King 19 verse 16. And also, you shall anoint Jehu, the son of Nishim, as king over Israel. See, that's the king being anointed. And Elisha, the son of Shaphat, of Abel Melola, Mehola, you shall anoint as prophet in your place. You shall anoint as prophet. Anoint as prophet. You are seeing how all these people are having one thing. The same thing is anointing. Anoint soul. Anoint David. Now anoint Elisha. You shall anoint this guy as a prophet. Let's look at the very, our very own, the Lord Jesus Christ. Acts 10.38. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost of power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. Why? God was with him. So, Saul anointed. David anointed. Elisha anointed. Jehu anointed. Jesus anointed. You see, they are from different backgrounds, but it's the same thing. Anointing. The disciples. Luke 24 verse 49. Behold, I send the promise of my father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Then we see in the book of Acts chapter 1 verse 8, but you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you and you will be able to work for me. You will become witnesses. You shall receive power first from the Holy Ghost. Then you will be able to achieve what you're supposed to achieve. Then we see Paul of Tarsus, the Apostle Paul, Acts chapter 9, 17 to 19. And Ananias went his way and entered the house and laying his hands on him, meaning Paul, he said, Brother Saul, at that time Saul, Paul was called Saul. Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus has appeared to you on the road as you came. The Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road when you, where you came, has sent me that you may receive your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. 
immediately there fell from his eyes something like scales. So Saul got anointed here. Ananias, who was an older prophet, an older disciple, he laid hands on him and then he received the Holy Spirit. The anointing. So, you are seeing Saul, David, Elisha, Jehu, uh, who else? The Lord Jesus, the disciples, now Paul. It's the same thing. The anointing. So, you cannot do well in the ministry and you are not conscious of the anointing element is a mistake. That you have to become conscious. Am I, am I anointed? Am I anointed? How is the anointing on my life? At which level is the anointing on my life? You have to become conscious of the anointing. Now, the anointing grows in us. The anointing is not at the same level for everybody. And you have to understand your effectiveness in the ministry is directly proportionate to the degree of the anointing that you have. The anointing is basically what we use on earth as money. That if I have a lot of money, I can buy a lot of things. If I have little money, I can only buy a few things. And if I have no money, I can buy nothing. What money is in the physical realm, if you can allow me the illustration, is basically what the anointing is in the spiritual realm. In other words, you are able to purchase or to, to exercise exchange based on how much of it you have. And it is possible to grow in the anointing. It is very possible. And the Lord revealed it to Ezekiel. Ezekiel 47, verse 3 to 6. And when the man went out of the east, and when the man went out to the east with the line in his hand, he measured 1,000 cubits and he brought me through the waters. The waters came to my ankles. Again, he measured 1,000 and brought me through the waters. And the waters came to my knees. Again, he measured 1,000 and brought me through the water. And came up, and it brought me through. The water came up to my waist. Again, he measured 1,000. And it was a river that could not cross. A river I could not cross. For the water was too deep water in which one must swim, a river that could not be crossed. Praise the Lord. This is an illustration of the realm in which a person can ascend in the anointing. When you start, it's at ankle level. The water is low, very, very low. Remember that Jesus says, they will be the streams of living water shall flow out of their belly. And the Bible says, he spoke of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is also represented by water, a river. So he's talking about a river here. 
So the river of the anointing to which he took Ezekiel, when Ezekiel started the journey of the anointing, when Ezekiel entered the river the first time, he measured 1,000 cubits. The river was at the ankles, down there. That is all he had. Do you understand? Then he measured a thousand cubits again and asked Ezekiel to come. Ezekiel came. Now, the river was at the knee level. That was another level. Then he measured one thousand again and he said, come. When Ezekiel went, all of a sudden, now the water was at this level. These are all different levels of the anointing in your life. And each level has a realm of results that you can enter through that level. Then he measured another thousand. Then he asked Ezekiel to come. When Ezekiel came, the water was now all over. Then he says, it was water you now need to swim in. So he was not through the full, like as, as much as you can be anointed like this is it. You've hit it. Yeah. So it's too early for you to become comfortable. There are higher levels to enter. There's a whole river waiting for you, Zachariah. A whole river. I do not know where the waters are at the moment. I don't know where your waters are. But I'm just trying to tell you don't be comfortable where you are. There's a higher level that will command greater results. Are, are you with me so far? So quickly, how can I grow in this anointing? How can I increase capacity in the anointing? How can I go from nothing to ankle? How can I go from ankle to knee? From knee to waist? From waist to a river that cannot be crossed over. I want to share with you about six things that if you start doing them, the anointing will start increasing. The anointing will start increasing. Number one, you can grow in the anointing through prayer. Prayer is one of the number one ways by which you grow in the anointing. As a matter of fact, you are introduced to power through prayer in the spirit. Thanks. That's your initiation. That is how the anointing starts. The anointing starts by praying in tongues. That's how you enter the school of power. It's pray, praying in tongues is not the anointing. It's the, the start that's where you start. That is where you get initiated. It's just unfortunate that a lot of us make it the end. But you start the power of God in praying in tongues. You start building up. That's where you start. That's how it starts. So those who don't even print, please, just forget it. I mean, like you are just, in fact, please. That's where we start. Luke 11, verse 13. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit or the anointing to those who ask him? Prayer. 
prayer. The anointing comes in prayer. When you are asking, Lord, anoint me. Lord, fill me. It starts like that. Hmm? Let's revisit the story of Paul that we just saw. Ananias went to pray for him. Okay, how did that happen? What, what led for God, for Jesus to send Ananias to go and anoint and pray for this guy to be anointed? Look at Acts chapter 9, verse 11 to 12. So the Lord said to him, Arise and go to the street called Straight and inquire of the house of Judas for one soul of Tarsus. For behold, he is praying. That same guy that Ananias came and laid hands on him and said, The Lord Jesus has sent me to pray for you so that you might recover your side and receive the Holy Spirit. Jesus, before Jesus sent Ananias, Jesus is telling Ananias that go like this, go like this, go like this. That guy called Toll of Sarsus, he's there and he is praying. Before the anointing came on Saul, Saul was praying. 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 That's the number one way. Through with, that's why we encourage people to pray. You see, you see, when you say that I pray, in, I pray for two hours. Then when I look at your result, it doesn't. You see, I don't believe your prayer because if you really pray for those hours, you say you're praying. The anointing is supposed to start coming, and when the anointing start coming, it will affect your results normally. It will affect your results. He is praying. Go and anoint him. He's praying. Now you understand why Satan fasts your prayer life, don't you? You understand why Satan wants to keep you busy that you don't pray. Because one of the ways through which you will become an anointed servant of God, an anointed servant is by prayer. When your prayer life becomes strong, a certain degree of anointing will start rising in you. Which will start commanding certain results. And I want to tell you something. Don't even be too quick to think of using the anointing to do a lot of things. The first thing the anointing does, it sorts you out yourself. Things that are present in your life continuously, the anointing is not strong enough to deal with them. That's why. So just by praying consistently, you raise the bar in the anointing and the waters reach a level where they can start affronting this thing. That's what it is. And that's why you hear somebody say, I was facing this problem, I took a three-day fast and I was somewhere and then I got a breakthrough. Why? Because you see, as you keep praying, you are raising the waters. The water levels are rising. And it reach a level, I mean... Right behind us here, we had a wall. We, we were not in a palisade before. It was a, a full wall we had there before. Are, are you listening to me? What happened was that water came from the mountain that side, crossed the road, came and found that wall. And the water was having nowhere to go. So the water started rising. It rose. It rose. Do you believe that the water broke that whole wall? The whole wall came down. A child on the other side almost died because, because there was a mukuku just next to the wall. The wall fell on the Mugoku, destroyed the whole thing. By the grace of God, the child was not affected. By the waters. But many times it rained and that wall didn't fall. Because the water was not strong enough. 
But there was a particular day it rained, so the water kept rising. It kept rising. It kept rising until it started putting more pressure on the The whole wall fell down. All of it. That is how the walls of your life. I'm saying that the first beneficiary of the anointing is yourself. When, when the anointing rises in you, the first person that will enjoy the benefit will be you. Because it will destroy anything that is on the way. <laughs> it will destroy it. So you need to work on raising your waters. Raise the bar, raise the bar. Continuously praying. Giving yourself three hours, four hours, continuous prayer. That's how you clear things. That's how you, I don't want to lie to you, that's how you clear things. And when you are teaching prayer, you are also cheating, you, you are delaying your own breakthrough. Because there's an Anias, uh, Paul is praying there, he can't see. The anointing has come. Now something like scale has fallen off his eyes. Why? He's praying. He's praying. God has sent an anointing just because he's praying. And the anointing has come. When the anointing is done, something that was an obstacle has been cleared. Now he can see. Doors are opening. The ministry can start moving. There are no shortcuts. <laughs> there are no shortcuts with these things. Isaiah 40 verse 31. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings. Those who wait on the Lord. That is spending time with God in prayer. That's what it is. It's that when you spend time with God in prayer, you renew your strength. Your capacity. You know, everything you are doing is requiring strength to do. Either spiritual strength, mental strength, a lot of strength is required to do, I mean, to be able to do what I'm doing, you need a lot of strength. But as you wait on the Lord, God renews your strength. You stop being a person who is tired all the time. You are too young for that. You are always tired. You are always feeling a back ache. This ache. That ache. No. You are, you, you, you are using strength. When you have the anointing, people will ask, where do you get the strength? Those who wait on the Lord. Your strength is renewed. Bishop Oedepote says, it takes strength to achieve exploits. The people that shall know their God, they shall be strong, number one. Then they shall do great exploits. So you cannot do exploits if you are not strong. And those who wait on the Lord, they get strength. And they are not able to do exploits. Exploiting the ministry will always require strength, including physical strength. And where do you get the strength? Wait on the Lord. That's where the strength is dispatched. Exploit requires strength. You can't be sleeping all the time when you are doing exploits. You can't be eating all the time when you are doing exploits. There's strength, mental strength, physical strength, emotional strength. But that strength is acquired as you wait on the Lord. As you learn to enter your room, I'm here to spend time with the Lord. I have my messages. I have my earphones. I'm going to be here the whole night or the whole day just to build strength for the week. Just to build strength. To 
their strength. So when the time comes to dispatch the work, you will do exploit. Because the Lord has strengthened you. You've known him in the secret place through prayer. And has given you strength. Now you can do exploits. You shall mount up. Your level changes. You shall run. Every delay starts leaving you. You shall get in things faster. When you see somebody is running, things are moving. Things are happening. They shall walk and not faint. Are you listening to me? So prayer by far, I mean even on the door of Pentecost, these people were in the upper room praying. Then the anointing came. So you see that you have to understand you don't pray because that's what we do before we start doing important things. We pray because that's the first way through which the anointing comes to you. Like that's how you access divine help. That's how you access spiritual power. Through prayer. That's the first way. That's why Jesus had to pray so much. That's why the disciples, Paul told, uh, Peter told the people, it is not that for us to, you know, to come and serve tables. We must focus on prayer and the way because that's where the power is. When they say that you are always running around, you don't have time to pray. You don't have time to be with God. You don't have spiritual power. You can't feel, you can't achieve much. You can achieve much. Even Peter ran away from this thing that I'm just running around. I'm running around. And he said, I need to have time. I need to have time to pray. I need to have time to pray. Praise the Lord. Tell that girl to come and sit inside. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Number two, you can grow in the anointing through fasting. Through fasting. I'm telling you how to go from ankle to knee, knee to waist, waist up. Through fasting. Through fasting. Through fasting. You can grow in the anointing through fasting. It's one of the major ways through which you get anointed. Fasting. You are very quiet, too. It's, 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 now, you see that? That's why, that's why there's not enough anointing. Prayer is paralyzed. Fasting is demoralized. That's why you, you are not having spiritual power. It takes spiritual power. To contain spiritual authorities. Our fight is not against flesh and blood. It's against principalities, powers, evil forces. And you are not praying. And you are not fasting. So how will you affect them? You are beating the air. You must listen to the message I preached in Kalanyan on Friday. I was teaching about fighting and beating the air. Well, you are just fighting. Have you seen a person, he doesn't know where the opponent is. He's just hitting everywhere. Hitting everywhere. You will get tired just now. You will get tired just now because you don't know. You are not hitting the target. You are exhausting yourself. Paul says, I fight, but not as one beating the air. So my target is clear. When I send the punch, it hits where it's supposed to hit. 
It's a very important message. You must listen to it. Is it already on Castbox? Please, please. No, there is Tabi, so you must, he, must, he must upload it today. Fasting. Psalm 63, verse 1 to 2. Oh God, you are my God. Early will I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you. In a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. That's fasting. The guy is desiring God, but he's also involving the flesh. The flesh is also part of the search. The body. And he's in dry fasting. Even water, he's, he's not taking. And why is he doing this? So I have looked for you in the century to see your power. He is chasing power. This fasting expedition is for power. I want to see your power in my ministry. I want to see your power in myself. So I'm going to fast to release power. I want to see power. You can't see power cheaply. No, you can't see power cheaply. No. I want to see your power and your glory in my ministry. So for this to happen, my soul longs for you. My flesh, my flesh, I've brought my flesh down. I've brought my flesh down. I've brought my flesh down. It is Jesus who told us in Matthew 17 verse 21, however, this kind does not go out except by prayer and by fasting. And I was telling us on Friday that there are many of that kind that will not go unless you combine prayer and fasting. It will not go anywhere. Isaiah 58 verse 6. Is this not the fast that I have chosen to lose the bounds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke? Do you see what fasting does? Look at all the things that fasting is doing. Through fasting, you are losing bounds of wickedness. You are undoing heavy burdens. You are letting the oppressed go free. All the oppressed people in your cell, as you are fasting and praying, they are being set free. And that every yoke is broken. And what all of these things are happening through what? Fasting. Fasting. Fasting, fasting, spending time with God in fasting. Oh, oh. Many things are there because you are not fasting. Many things are there because you are not combining prayer and fasting. Because some of the kind that you are dealing with will never budge until you combine prayer and fasting. You can, you can do what, until you pay the right price. I mean, if they say that this thing is 20,000 rent and you come with 15,000 rent, You've come with money, but you're not getting that thing. The exchange cannot go properly. Are you with me? Is this not the kind of fasting I have? You see, let the oppressed go free. May every person oppressed in your cell 
start experiencing freedom because the cell leader is paying a price in fasting. Praying a price in fasting. How can you just be eating every day? You are eating, 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 eating. But the people are not free. So after a while, they stop coming to the cell because they don't see the use. That's why you have to force them because they, they don't see why they should come there. They, nothing is happening for them while they are there. Oh, but the time is coming where people will, will, they cannot wait to come for yourself because there's power in the cell. There's power, there's power there. There's serious power in that cell. I tell you. By the time you start speaking, people are being delivered from all kinds of things. You are just there like that. Freedom is coming to them. You see. And these things are not saying only for men, only for women, only for Zulus, only for closers, only for Stwanas. It's The only condition is pray fast. No matter who you are. No matter where you are coming from. Maybe you are thinking that God doesn't love you. God doesn't. No. This is the condition. The condition is not that you must be a Zulu, you must be a closer, you must be a, 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 a foreigner. The condition is you must pray and you must fast. If you pray and fast, you will start generating a thrust in the spirit that will bring the result you want to see. Number three. By the way, don't be so. Eh? Hebrews 12, 6 to 17. Lest there be any fornicator or profane person like Esau who for a morsel of food sold his anointing. A morsel, just a little something. You've lost a lifetime of the same thing. Because the anointing can generate that food for a thousand years. But for a little bread, bread, you are losing the anointing for a little. Just, 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 just something you're going to eat now and by evening it's gone. But for that, you are losing the anointing. Eso. 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 <laughs> A morsel of food. You are losing the oil. The last oil you lost, let it be the last you will ever lose. Become a person that will fight for your oil, my friend. You will fight for your oil. Say, I will not be Esau this Friday. I will not be Esau this Thursday. I will not be Esau. I refuse. I refuse. Look at verse 17. For we know that afterward, he wanted to inherit the anointing. He was rejected. For he found no place for repentance, though he sought it diligently with tears. A time came where Esau now wanted the anointing. He saw the importance of the anointing. He saw the need to be anointed. And he's crying, Lord, please anoint me. Please anoint me. God said, you lost your chance. Food was more important to you than the anointing. You chose food more than the anointing. So just keep eating. I pray that none of us will be an ASO here. When it's time to fast, do it. And don't, you see, let me tell you something. Your cell needs a separate fast for that cell to work. Like you really need to have a separate fast time where you are fasting. And the reason for this fast is this cell. 
Lord, I'm fasting for you to deliver the people of myself from the And you can do that for a long time. For a long time. Every week you are fasting for the self. Every week you are fasting for the self. You are too young to be eating too much. Yeah. You are too young. Number three, you can grow the anointing through obedience. Acts 5.32 And we are his witnesses of these things and so also is the Holy Spirit whom God has given to those who obey him. Remember the Holy Spirit is the anointing. God has given the anointing to those who obey him. Because of the purpose of the anointing, the anointing is to work. God has anointed me to, 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 to. So if God wants this to, 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 and you don't want to, 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 why must he anoint you? Because the purpose of the anointing is so that you can do this, do this for him, do this for him, do this for him, do this for him. Well, you don't want to do this, 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 this for him. Then you are not a candidate for the anointing. Because the anointing is not for the show. It's for work. Can I teach you, a, can I help you with a secret? If you, well, I didn't put it here. But one of the ways to get anointed is to do a lot of things. Get busy with different things for God. Like, place demands on the anointing. Like, Lord, you really need to anoint me. I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to do this. So when God sees that there's a lot you are doing, he's also obliged to anoint you more. All like people, they're only doing one thing in the church. How, what, what? Your anointing is little. I mean, what must God give you? There's nothing to do. When you are working there, you are having a cell, you are gathering over there, you are training over there, you are teaching NBS here, you are doing this there, you are counseling there. There's a lot of demand. So a lot of finances must be released for the work to be done. Why did God anoint Jesus with that major? The Spirit of the Lord is upon me has anointed me to preach the gospel, to heal the, the sick, to open the eyes of the... I mean, there are so many things that you have to do. So God has to anoint you a lot. To go there, go there, go there, go Hey, he went, Jesus went, the Bible says, Jesus went to all villages and all cities. Wow. <laughs> Jesus prayed for all the people and healed all of them. Ah, wow, I mean, I have to anoint you. God doesn't anoint lazy people. Forget it. You are always sitting. You are always sleeping. You are always eating. God cannot anoint you. Hmm? So that's the key. And the person that exemplifies obedience being one of the ways through which God anoints is Jesus himself. Philippians 2, 8 to 12. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient. To the point of death, even the death of the cross. Now look at the anointing coming. Therefore, God has also highly exalted him and given him the name that is above him. You see, God has highly exalted him. I can say God has highly anointed him. Go to Psalm 92, I think verse uh, 2 or 3. You will see there that thou has exalted my horn like the horn of you, and I shall be anointed with fresh oil. Go down to like 10, 11. 
But my horn, you have exalted like a wild ox. I will be anointed with fresh oil. So exaltation is literally anointing. So when you hear that God has highly exalted him, he's talking about the anointing. Because in Psalm, he says, you have exalted my own, I have been anointed. So exaltation is literally being anointed, being elevated. So therefore, God has highly anointed Jesus. Because Jesus was obedient to death. Even death on the cross. And what was Jesus obedient with? You find that in Acts 10.38, Jesus went about. Jesus went about. What is God after? Souls. And Jesus went about what God wants. Saving souls. Why is God giving the Holy Ghost? Acts Acts 1 verse 8. You shall receive power. The Holy Ghost, you shall be witnesses. He says, go. And Jesus went and preached everywhere. So God anointed him. Then Jesus said, that's the key. I'm going to leave you with the same key. Go everywhere. Preach. Tell people about me. Invite them. Talk to them. Tell them about me. And as you do that, my father will anoint you. That's one major way through which the father anoints us. When you are after souls, he anoints you. He sent them in in Acts 18, I think, or 15. He sent them in Luke 15. And then they say, they return with joy. And they say, even demons are subject to us. Why? Because they were anointed. They were anointed. When they were sent, they were anointed. So demons were subjected to them. When you, when you are a person who goes, you are usually anointed more than the person who stays. Now I can tell you, my anointing changed when I left Sun City. And I started planting branches. Because I will, everywhere I want to plant it, I felt a heavy spiritual attack. So God had to anoint me more to face it. Every time you are on the go, you are more anointing to be on your head. Every time you open your mouth and start telling somebody about Jesus, you are giving God an opportunity to anoint you. Because that's the purpose of the anointing. You shall receive the anointing and you shall be my witnesses. The purpose of the anointing is the witnessing of Jesus Christ. So when you are witnessing about Jesus, you are calling on more anointing. Because that's why Jesus gives the anointing. So that we can witness not so that we can do a show in the church. It's to witness out there. It's to tell somebody, give your heart to Jesus. Give your life to Jesus. You see, if you start doing, the reason why you are not anointed to, because you're not doing that. You're not doing that. That's why a certain anointing is not working on you. He says, when you go, these miracles will accompany you. The oil will work. The oil will work. Practically. So when you choose to stay, you've rejected a major dimension of the anointing that comes to the obedient 
to the commission. Those who obey the great commission, those who will be having outreaches, moving around, telling people, give your heart to Jesus. I'm here to tell you about Jesus. I'm here to invite you to church. I'm here to introduce you to Jesus. Those who will do that, watch them. Have you noticed that most evangelists are very powerful? Have you noticed that most evangelists are powerful, miracles? Look at Renard Bonke. Look, all evang- look at my father, Bishop Dark. When you become an evangelist, that you are going, you are preaching the gospel, God begins to anoint you in a certain way. A way he doesn't anoint pastors who stay in the church. A way he doesn't announce cell leaders who are waiting for people in the house. There's an anointing you will never get. Until you hit the dust of the, the street dust. No, no, I want you to look at Acts 8, I mean Acts 1 verse 8. This is why God anoints. It's right there. You shall receive power when the anointing come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me. That's the main purpose of the anointing. So when you do that main purpose, I tell you, the anointing comes more, 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 more. 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 So we're saying, this is a year of soul winning. If we really take that job seriously, it will literally, it will literally become, this is the year of the anointing. It's another way to say, if this is the year to be highly anointed. This is what we're trying to say. This is what we're This is the year to be greatly anointed by God. As we get into soul winning, we are calling on the power from on high. I mean, Jesus said it in many ways. If you go to uh, Matthew 28, verse 18, you will see how he starts. Look at how he starts. All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. He's referring to Philippians that we just read now which is connected to some that I just showed you now. So he's saying, all anoint, I carry the whole thing. That is 18. Now look at 19. Look at 19. Therefore, go. You see how connected they are. You shall receive power. You will be my witnesses. All authority has been given to me. Go. The authority works when you go. The power is discharged to you when you go. So Jesus knew it. As soon as he got anointed, he started going. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, who went. He knew that for me to continue carrying this thing, I must be on the go. I must be on the go. I must keep moving. The more I move, God will supply. As soon as I stand still, the flow stops. Hmm? We have to be on the go. We have to be on the go. The name of Jesus must become common in our lips. I know it's not something that we are used to hearing, but we go, you're going to start hearing it. Yeah, because before this year is over, the, the souls must be won. And you must be anointed in a certain way. There's a certain flavor of the anointing I want to start seeing at ABC that I'm not seeing yet. I want, I want it to come. 
And we cannot have it if we are staying. Everybody is staying. That's why nothing is happening. Let's become the different church. Let's become the church that will go. The churches that will organize outreaches before December hits. Let there be outreaches. Let there be some going as a cell. Let's organize ourselves. Prayer and fasting, then we start going. Obedience here is not just uh, don't do. Obedience here is obedience to the commission. Doing what he says we should do. That's the obedience we are talking about. Because everything is connected to it. Tonight I'm not talking about the obedience I was talking about the other day. I'm talking to the obedience to the great commission. As one of the major ways through which you become anointed. Number four. You can grow in the anointing through purity. Hebrews 1 verse 9. And you have loved righteousness and have hated lawlessness. Therefore, God your God has anointed you with the oil of gladness more than your companions. You've loved righteousness. You've hated lawlessness. Therefore, that, I mean, say this is the reason. Because I see you love righteousness. You love doing what is right. Therefore, God, your God, has done what? Anointed you. Purity. As one of the requirements to carry the anointing of God. have to work on yourself. You can't be living anyhow and carry God. Oh no. It's not like that. It's not like that. It's not like that. You have loved righteousness and you've hated God, your God, has anointed you with oil more than, more than, more than your companion. There are cell leaders here. God will anoint you more than other cell leaders. Because you are not compromising your purity. And because you are not compromising your purity, God has to anoint you. And God has to show that I'm, I'm, I'm approving of you more than this one. Because they are cheating. They are living a double life. They are doing things in secrets. They are dual. They are practicing duality. Hey, duality, duality. Keyona, duality. Send leaders that are coming and saying to the members, no fornication. They are busy with fornication. Don't watch pornography. They are busy with pornography. Duality. And then God said, look, I, can't, I will not anoint you to a certain degree. I will not give it to you. I will not give it to you. I'm saying to you, don't say, God doesn't love me. God, Look, I'm just showing you what he put in place. And if you can adjust your train, 
you will see, or you see when the water is falling, usually there's a gutter. You can take your bucket and put there. You say, Lord, I'm here. Bless me. You say, look, here's the gutter. Bring your bucket under here. And you don't have to make a lot of noise. Your bucket will be full. So here is the gutter. Tonight we are getting the gutter. Prayer, fasting, obedience to the Great Commission, purity, to avoid duality. Mm. No, that's how God made these things. That if you want his best, keep yourself. Keep yourself. If you want his best, <laughs> if you want his best, keep yourself. Zip up. <laughs> Close up. <laughs> you know, my father bishop that he's wild though. There's a message he says, sister, zip the vagina. <laughs> I say, my God. <laughs> he said, zip it, zip it, zip it, zip it, zip it. And when I thought about it, I said, but it's true. Like, that's the thing that actually must be zipped. <laughs> no, guys, I'm sorry about that. I'll just, I'll just sharing that thing. I just remembered it. Yeah, something I just remembered. He, he said it. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. So purity is a key to carry God. Oh yeah. So I'm showing you a good reason for you to keep yourself. Like because when you are, you are getting all this age, are you not wasting time? This, this is, I want to be anointed. I want to be anointed to a certain degree. And the Bible says that virgins love thee because of the anointing. Mm. Because of your ointments. I know you like the scripture. Find it. Find it. He doesn't even need me to. He's just smiling there. Yeah. Did you find it? Yeah, I knew you would find it. Because of the savor of that good ointment, thy name is as ointment poured forth. Therefore, the virgins love thee. The anointing. You see, that same thing that Satan is saying to you, you are wasting time on. That's what will bring the virgins. That's what will bring the right people. If you keep yourself. If you keep yourself. Praise God. Okay, let's, let's, let's move on. Number five, you can grow in the anointing through humility. Humility. First Peter 5, 5 to 6. Likewise, you younger people, submit yourself to your elders. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. Why? For God resists the proud, but gives anointing to the humble. Therefore, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, that he may anoint you. Remember exaltation, to exalt. 
that he may anoint you in due time. Humility. Matthew 18, 3 to 4. And he said, Assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become as a little child, you will by no means enter the anointing. The kingdom of God is the anointing. That's God on earth. Unless you become like a little child, do you understand? You cannot be anointed. So he says, therefore, whoever humbles himself as this little child will be greatly anointed. Now, so for you to understand how humility affects the anointing, you need to study children and see what behavior, when God says humble yourself as a little child, you now need to think, what qualities do I need to have for me to be as a child so that I can enter the anointing. Quality number one. Children easily copy. Only proud people will never copy. A child will copy. Anything they see you do, they want to do it. They don't have, they don't have a problem. So that's why those who copy enter things quicker. Easily. They just enter. You are there, you are feeling, ah, no, they will, they will know where I took it from. They will know where, where I'm. You see, that's why you are not entering. But the child doesn't think like that. Anywhere the child goes, you see that your child will know the language faster than you. Because the child will say, it's messy, messy. People will laugh, but he will keep saying messy, then will say, messy. But you will say, mm, if I say messy, messy, people will laugh at me, so I'm not going to say anything. So pride will come in between, and because you are proud, you will not say, so that people can laugh, and then you can learn. But the child doesn't mind. So the child will say it until they will catch it. That's why children get anointed, or you have to become like a child for the anointing to work. Copy easily. You are seeing that this cell is doing better than your cell. That you are too proud to go and ask that cell leader, what are you doing that I'm not doing? You are too proud. You continue in the road to nowhere. It's just pride. I mean, when you look at all the reports, you are seeing that this guy seems to be doing better every week. What is stopping you from asking him, brother, you know, what, what are you doing? That I mean, you seem to be getting this thing right. You'll be surprised. There's something he's doing you're not doing. But you're too proud. You will continue there with the same fantastic things that don't make sense. Week in and week out, the pride is too much to ask a little question so that I can also get better. Children forgive easily. Oh no, you will beat him now. He will feel very bad. But within one hour, he will come back to you. Us. Oh. You put a wall of China. You see the Great Wall of China? You will build a Great Wall of China all over the place. You surround the area. You never enter here. You never enter here again. The Great Wall of China. That's why... 
we get stuck. We don't get the anointing. You forgive easily, things are going to move because you see, hmm, it's not easy. Number three, children are trusting. They trust. They don't ask a lot of questions. You know, if I go home now, I say to my children, get up, let's go. They just start following me. They never ask, so where are we going? What's going to happen? What, what time are you coming back? They don't, they don't, they just flow. Many times I find myself with them in a place and I ask, look at these guys. They are here because I came here. Like, like they don't care about anything. They just there. Wherever you go, they just, they are just there. They trust you. When you become trusting, you'll be able to do things that might not make sense, but you are doing them. As I said, you go and preach the gospel. If you trust, you start doing it. You start doing it. Because you trust the person who is leading you. When you are calculating a lot, ah, why must we be the one doing it? I mean, I haven't seen you, Pastor. Pastor, you know, I haven't seen you preaching for a while in the street. I mean, like, we are the only one. Why, why? I mean, what, what's happening here, actually? You know what is happening? It's the work of ministry that is happening here. I told you this morning that you do the work of ministry. So I don't know what you are asking me why, what is happening. What, are, what do you mean? What, what are you trying to say? Oh, no, what, what, are, what are you saying? Even after I've told you this morning that I'm showing you the scriptures, you are still asking me the question. Why are you asking such questions? I don't, I don't like those questions you are asking like that. No, I don't like them. Number four, children are teachable. Teachable. Children are teachable. Are you with me, people of God? They are teachable. That's why they learn. That's why they go to school. They enter the school. They don't know one, two, three. But they get taught. They stand doing one, two, three, four, five. They stand doing everything. They are teachable. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. The second thing that will cause you to become humble is you must be as a servant. Philippians 2, 5 to 7. Let this man be in you, which was also in Christ, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a born servant and coming in the likeness of men. Humility is connected to being like a child, and humility is connected to being a servant. Because these two things will test your pride, my friend. 11 qualities of a servant. Number one, a servant has a master. (laughs) Me, I'm not a slave. Nobody can be my master. Only Jesus is my master. Oh. Look, a servant has a master. Elisha, the servant of Elijah, who poured water. That's the guy who got anointed. The disciples, they called their master, Rabbi. He's their master. They are the one who got anointed. Who is your master? I think even that way, you don't like it. Even that way, the master. No, 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 no. Are we in slavery again now? Number two. A servant is at the beck and call of his master. Hey, pastor, what are you? What are, what are you saying? What are, we must be at your beck and call. Oh, I'm just, I'm just telling you 
What if a person is in your house? I mean, I've got my nanny there. I can wake up anytime and I say to her, I need this to be done. She'll do it. By the grace of God, my nanny, sometimes she washes, she's the one washing my car. She's just there. Just making sure that anything that needs to happen is happening. <laughs> These people that choose jobs, they choose, they choose what they're going to do. I will do this, but I cannot do this. I do this, but I cannot do this. That's why you're not anointed. Because this is Elisha saying to Elijah, look, I thought when you said I must follow you, there was something, I'm, on, I'm pouring water. Okay, when do you pour water on people? Two places you pour water on people. After they eat and after they've done poop. After you go to the toilet, you are washing your hands. So back they didn't have that. So he just finished there in the bush there now like that. He just finished there. Then he's now standing here. You can still smell what is coming from there. And you're now pouring water. And I feel you are saying, no, no, no. I, I don't think this. I mean, I mean, what is going on here? I mean, I, I had a good business. I had some oxen and some stuff. Now I'm here. What's happening? Are too dignified to be anointed. That's what is happening. Number three, a servant cannot be inconvenienced by any job or any task. You cannot be inconvenienced. Some of you, if we ask you to go and clean the toilet there by your chapel, you will not feel good about it. You will feel that you are being you are, you are being demoted. You are not liking the fact that you are the one who must clean the toilet. Why? Has the past, why, why is the shepherd saying I must, I mean, why must I be the one to do this? Some of you have never sweep in the branch. Or you sweep with a very bad heart. You see, you see this, 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 you see this dust. These people, they don't know that me, I have asthma. I have asthma. I have asthma. I have asthma. Now they're, they're making me to, to, to dust this, this thing. Even at my house, my mother knows I have asthma. She cannot allow me to be dust. I come here to church. Small church, I have come. Now I'm, I'm, I must dust everything here. I'm just waiting. When I die here, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just waiting. If I die here, then, then we'll see. This is what we'll see. I just want to die here. If you die, how will you see what will happen after? <laughs> oh. A servant, number four, a servant does not see himself as equal to his master. I thought you had a celebration, better celebration that without contradiction, the lesser is blessed by the greater. If you are equalizing yourself, then you are not, you cannot be a good servant. A servant does not see himself as equal to his master. What that means is that if your master is getting something, don't feel you should also have it. That you are feeling that no, if he's getting this, I mean, I, I mean, I should also. If I'm drinking water and I'm, I'm having water here, you are asking yourself, what, um, where is our own water also here in this place? You see, you are having a problem. You are having a problem. You are having a problem. These are the servants. When the master is not there, they take the place of the master 100%. They're putting their feet on the chair, on the TV. They are even sleeping in his bed. 
They want to feel what the master is feeling. It's very bad. It's very bad. As soon as you get a little opportunity to replace the shepherd, you, you now go and get your best suit. I mean, even, even the way you dress, even the way you dress is an indication that your heart is spoiled. That you want to upper your game. A little opportunity God is giving you to stand on stage, you now want to really also hit. No, me, me, I see all those things you guys are doing. I see them. I say, this one can't wait to take my place. Yeah, this one can't wait to be me. Yeah, it's all over. It's all over. It's just all over. It's all over. So your heart is spoiled. Your heart is spoiled. Now, why do you dress like that? I mean, like, you see, if, if, if you don't, because when Peter was given an opportunity to die on the cross, even if he said, look, look, I don't qualify to die like my master. Put me the other way around. Yeah. But this, you, this, as soon as you get a little, a little open door, oh, you hit. No, you see that thing is sending a message. You want what I have. You really want it. It's just that you are being diplomatic. But you really want it. You wish you could have it. You wish you could have it. And sometimes you are coveting it. Yeah. And that's why God can't anoint you. Because if God anoints you now, you will be fighting me. You will be fighting me. That's why certain things are not in your life yet. I'm just helping you understand why. When you are really after the anointing, you will be like David. Even when Saul has been rejected, God has even told him, look, you are the one who is anointed. But Saul is still in the system. So this, the anointing is still there. He kept referring to Saul as a person who is anointed. Don't touch him. Don't, don't try to get close. He's anointed. He's anointed. Know your place. Know your place. You will be like David because, you see, he understood that once God has anointed a person, do you understand? Even if God has rejected, the anointing is still on the person. That's why Jesus never said anything bad about Judas. Even though Judas is the one who betrayed him. Why? Because he chose Judas and he anointed Judas. So he could not say anything bad about Judas. It's very important. It's very, very important. Because sometimes you don't know why your things are not moving. But God checks your heart. God says, you know what? You are envious. You want what your master has. Have you seen those nannies that want what, you, what madame has? If madame is wearing this shoe, she also, the little money she gets, instead of taking care of her children, she's also not trying. No, no. It's, you are competing with madame in the house. You are competing. You understand? So when, when, when you are humble, because we talk about, again, we talk about humility. 
when you are humble, if your shepherd gives you an opportunity to be on the stage, I mean, I'm the one who taught, this morning, I think I was, I, I, then I was telling Kabiso uh, that, no, you must wear a suit next time. I don't want you to appear like this. But when you think about it, every time Kabiso was given an opportunity to be on stage, he will be in a shirt. You understand? It's like he wants to make it clear that I am not the person. I'm just doing a second role. I'm just doing something small, small, small. So now I have to tell him, no, wear properly. Because you are representing us here. But when it is the other way around, that as soon as you are just waiting, they show, no, look, they, no, no, look, no, 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 look, look, the clothes are ready. No, no, no. This morning, I was wearing a very good suit. And then you are, you are feeling to yourself, you know, when I get that chance, I think I have seen clearly how it should flow. And God said, look at that. Look at it. You are lost. You are lost. And I don't think you are ready to be found. Hmm? Number five, a servant cannot be embarrassed by his job. Why is it that you are embarrassed to walk on the street to invite people to church? Why is that embarrassing? You see, that's why you cannot be anointed. Because you are embarrassed. You are, you are ashamed of the job. You are embarrassed to visit people in their houses. You are embarrassed to check on them. You are very embarrassed with the job. That's why you are not anointed. You cannot be embarrassed with the job. You, you, well, how can you be anointed? You're embarrassed. You're embarrassed to be seen around the church. You're always in sight. There are some of you, 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 you don't want to see, you, you don't want people to see you around the church. You're always inside the church there somewhere. Even when there's nothing much, you are inside the church. But when we check that thing deeply, we realize you are embarrassed by the church. You are embarrassed by everything that is going on there. You are embarrassed. Some people, even when you think the, the pictures of the cell, you see, you just do like this. You are embarrassed by the cell. You are embarrassed by the little cell. You are embarrassed by the fact that the cell is still at a little stage. These leaders, these cell leaders that you can never see them on the pictures. They're embarrassed by their, their no, 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 they're embarrassed by the cell. They're embarrassed by it. They're embarrassed. Brother Richard, I, I thank God for you. You took yourself, two people, you and your member, you took a picture. Or did you even take a picture, sir? I don't think you, did, did you take a picture? I think I'm mistaken. Your last cell. Two people. You know, he didn't take the, the, the picture. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Praise God. Number six, a servant does menial jobs. 
menial jobs, cleaning the toilets, cleaning the hall, carrying chairs, menial jobs. The disciples that got anointed, hey, they go around carrying leftovers. Do you know what it is like to carry leftovers, to, to collect leftovers of people that have eaten? You know how some people eat it? They throw away, they throw away. Then they, they leave saliva in the thing, and you have to come and collect all of that. Fill box, fill, fill buckets. It's a menial job. It's a low job to collect leftovers of people that were very hungry. It's not like professional people that were eating nicely and then they, you know, like fucking night. These guys had not, had not eaten for three days. Now their food had arrived. You have to collect all of that. Oh, it's not easy. These are menial jobs. But that is what will make you to be anointed tomorrow. That you don't mind. You don't mind at all. It's not a problem. It's not a problem. It's not a problem. I can climb. I can paint. I can be on the roof. Yeah, you, you should come. Most, I mean, you find me on top of that roof many times. It's never a problem. You are too ashamed. You don't want to do. You don't want to be as. That's why God cannot anoint you in a certain way. When it's a hard work, hard labor work, you disappear. You fall sick. You get a, a, a very quick. All of the, there's a job. There's a job somewhere because we have to clear the yard. You are, you, are, you are nowhere to be found. As soon as it's time to sink. And you are the first with the microphone. You are just waiting. Ready to, for action. I see you doing many jobs for Jesus. Amen. Number seven. A servant sets up his master while he remains down. You set your master up. And you remain down. John the Baptist says he must increase. I must decrease. A real servant, a real assistant, you are not trying to be like your master. John, that's why I didn't, I hope that there are no cell assistants here. I'm hoping because I say no cell assistant here today. Only cell leaders, only. I'm hoping you, that instruction was followed. If not really, then I don't know. Okay, let's quickly end this thing. Which number are we? Eight. A servant does not expect thanks for what he is doing. Like a lot of people that get offended as soon as you don't say thanks. So you are not doing it with all your heart. You feel that we are indebted to you for what you've done. We must say thank you. These people are not even saying thank you. I've been doing so many things here. Nobody is saying thank you. I shouldn't say it, eh? I shouldn't say it. I should just... Hmm? I want to show you the scripture. Luke 17... Verse 10. So likewise, you, when you have done all those things which you are commanded, say, 
We are unprofitable servants. We have done what was our duty to do. No, NLT it. Because they are not understanding. NLT it for us. In the same way, when you obey me, you should say, we are unworthy servants who have simply done our duty. We are unworthy. We have simply done our duty. So when you have done, if I ask you to do something and you've done it, don't sit there and wait, okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. You are checking your phone constantly. I hope he's going to send a text because I've really worked there. I mean, this, this, this is birthday thing. I've, I've worked there and that is birthday thing. I don't even know if he's away. I mean, some of us really, we didn't even sleep. Then he's not sending just a, a, a generic message to everybody. I mean, I don't understand. This, this is ungratefulness. No, you must say, look, we have done simply our duty. Yeah. You say, I work at the palace. I've never expected my manager to come and say thank you to me. I'm doing my duty. It's my duty. Are you still, are you still there? Number nine, a servant does things the way his master wants them, not his own way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I say, this table must be this side. That's how I want it. Then you come, no, 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 that, that's not, pastor doesn't have style. Pastor doesn't have style. I mean, how can the table be this side? I mean, if you even think about it, it's better this side than this side. Then you take over and you change the whole thing. Mm. This happens when you don't follow through with what you are told to do. Number 10, a servant ministers to his, uh, a servant minister to his master. Praise God. The last way through which you can be anointed is through tapes, messages, and podcasts. Let's just hit one verse on that. Ezekiel 2.2. Because we are at the end. Then the spirit entered me. No, let's say, then the anointing entered me. When he spoke to me and set me, like my ministry changed. I was down. I'm not standing up. Because something has entered me. And when I heard him, who spoke to me? You know why your ministry is not changing? You are not hearing anybody. You are not listening to anything. You are just there. Your ministry is not. The anointing cannot come like that. The spirit enters when you hear. Acts 10.44 While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon those who heard the word. The anointing fell on those who heard the word. The anointing fell on them. The anointing fell on them. The anointing fell on them. Because they were hearing the word, the anointing fell on them. That's why, in, in fact, in our church, we, we believe this is one of the major ways through which you can get anointed. But this, this evening, I took time to show you other important aspects 
Because some of you are just, you no, know, I'm listening to messages. I want to be anointed. Yes, but you must be obedient. And you must be humble. Then you must be pure. Then you must pray. Then you must fast. All those things are part and parcel of the package. Then when you do them in an increasing measure, before you realize, your word starts working. Yeah, your word starts working. When you say something, people are hearing you. It affects things. And things start expanding. And God starts enlarging you. God starts increasing you. May he increase you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Are you blessed? We're going to stop here for tonight by the grace of God. You can go and listen to it again. I'm sure it's going to be available. Go and listen to it so that God can help you. Praise the Lord. And I believe that God gave me this because he really wants you to be to, to, to become anointed or for the anointing to start working on your life so that our ministry can take on a whole new dimension. There's a difference between boiled rice and fried rice. There's a big difference. There's a difference between boiled potatoes and fried potatoes. I'm talking about the oil, the anointing. When you are not anointed, you are giving your people boiled potatoes. <laughs> you are busy bombarding them. And if they are like me, I send the fork in the potato. I pull the fork, the potato didn't follow me. Boiled potatoes. Boiled potatoes. You send the fork, the fork will enter. But when you pull the fork back, the fork will come back alone. But if you have some fried chips there, if you have some fried chips there, and you send the fork, by the time you return, there's something in the fork, my friend. There's something in the fork. There's something in the fork. That's what it is. Where the anointing is, when things are fried, they are always nicer. Anything that is fried is nicer than anything that is boiled. Okay, let's talk about it. Boiled chicken and fried chicken. No, let's let no let's talk about it. How many of you will like some boiled chicken? You like some I must let's start the own our own uh what do you call it? The Kentucky fried chicken. So let's say KBC <laughs> Kentucky boiled chicken. Even the name is an embarrassment. Even the name is an embarrassment. Everywhere you sense oil, you know, you know things will be okay. Things will be okay. Are you listening to me? So I pray for you that everything about your life will be oiled. Your preaching will be fried chicken. Your cell will be fried rice. Eh? Your outreaches will be fried potatoes. Come on, begin to pray right now for an increase of the anointing on your life. Increase of the anointing on your life. Increase of the anointing on your ministry. Increase. Increase of the anointing. Increase of the anointing on anything you are doing. Anywhere you are serving in the church, let there be an increase of the anointing, somebody.
increase, increase of the anointing, Lord. From ankle deep to knee deep. From knee deep to waist deep. From waist deep to a river that cannot be crossed over. Oh, come on, somebody. Shabalaga de Bezabraga Meka Prezika Tope Kerevalamenda. Kaya Brenda Sepre Katope Levanda. Shabre Kezefre Kelemanda. Why don't you take those six points one by one and pray for God to help you? Ask God to help you with your prayer. Ask God to help you with your fasting. Ask God to help you with obedience. Ask God to help you with humility. Ask God to help you with purity. Ask God to help you with listening to messages, listening to podcasts. Why don't you take it one by one and cry to God? Why don't you ask God to help you with the issue of fasting and the issue of purity? Desperate for a fresh anointing. 
We are desperate for a fresh anointing. We are desperate for a fresh anointing. Father, let the anointing start working. Let streams of living waters flow out of our bellies. Let streams of living waters flow out of our bellies. Let our ministries change. Let our ministries change. Whatever is fighting our ministries, Father, I break this evening. Let your power work against it. Let your power work against it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let there be a change in my cell. Let there be a change in my ministry. Father, enough is enough. Enough is enough. I have struggled for too long. Enough is enough. I want to see a change. I want to see a change in my life. I want to see a change in my ministry. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. makes a difference. The anointing makes a difference. The anointing is the oil. It makes the potatoes to be fried. It makes the chicken to be fried. And it tastes better. It tastes greater. It is a better thing. It is a better ministry. It is a better cell. It is a better cell because the oil, the oil is working. It's working. The oil. Thank you, Jesus. Father, let there be a change in my ministry. Father, let there be a change in my ministry. Father, let there be a change. Let it become clear that the anointing is working. That the anointing is at work. When I preach, when I teach, when I pray, when I study the word, your presence must appear. Somebody pressing, 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 pressing. Pressing, pressing, pressing. Break through the wall. Break through the wall. Break through the wall. Let the water level rise. 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 Press a higher demand. Press a higher demand. Press a greater demand. Ask for more. Ask for more. The Bible says, ask for rain in the time of rain. The Bible says, I will pour water on those who are thirsty. Why don't you press more? Why don't you ask for more? Maya Kataba, Ebra Katema, Prancha Calavera, Prensi Katesa, Entebrekelase, Prakola Velama, Prenchi Prekase, Esinekelaba, Ancha Prakateba, Preso Colemande, Eja Prekatobe, Prelikeselave, Anta Prakosaye, Esimelevraya, Sapora Gedesa, Entekeselade, Eyemeya, Eyemeya.
fresh anointing, Father. Let your power sweep through these cell leaders, Lord. Let the power of God sweep through cell leaders, Lord. Bring the discipline that will bring a transformation. Take us out of a place of weakness. Take us out of a place of softness. Where we are too soft, we are too relaxed, too soft. Father, bring a bit of hardness, a bit of hardness, a bit of hardness, a bit of hardness, more hardness, more hardness, Lord. More hardness, Lord. More strength. More strength. More strength. Press, 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 press. Break through this thing. Break through this thing. Break through this thing. Break through shame. Break through fear. Break through doubts. Break through. Break through embarrassment. Why are you embarrassed about the work of your father? Why are you embarrassed about the work of God? Don't you know this is the high calling? Don't you know this is the best cup in the world? Don't you know that even if the world is not doing it, it is still the best job? Don't you know that you are serving the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords? Why are you afraid? Why are you embarrassed about the greatest job in the world?
Some of you are being translated to higher dimensions from shepherds to pastors, from cell leaders to shepherds. You are being translated in the realm of the spirit, in the realm of the spirit, in the realm of the spirit, in the realm of the spirit. God is taking away the heart of stone. He is giving you a heart of flesh that your gift, your calling shall not be reversed. God has set his mind on you. He will not change his mind. He will not change his mind. It's time to do better things. It's time to do greater things. It's time to arise. It's time to arise. Shakor Ameya. Shakor Ameya. It's time for better results. It's time to contend for something better. Enough of being at the same level. Enough of being at the same level. How long? How long will you fight the same battle? How long will you be an anointed? How long will you be among the 50 sons of the prophet who never got anointed? The 50 sons of the prophet who saw the anointing but never received it. praying, I'm going to ask the shepherd to come for the oil. Shepherds, start coming. Shepherds, shepherds. Be anointed in the name of Jesus. You can go. Fresh anointing in the name of Jesus. You can go. Fresh anointing. Fresh anointing in the name of Jesus. You can go. Shepherdesses. Shebregaze breganda rabaramanda. Shayamande rebebe. Shagende rebarabaraba. Mashande rebebe. Fresh anointing. You can go. Sharabele barabaraba. Megarebasinde rebebebebebe. Shandarabarabaraba. You can go. God bless you. Shande rebebebe. Selling us, you can start coming. You can start coming. You can start coming. No, don't kneel down. Don't kneel down. God bless you. Come. God bless you. Shabayama Yamayabada Braganda Baraba. Yama Sabregandura Baraba. Shake Yamanda Baraba. Fresh, fresh, fresh. Come on, trust God tonight. Trust God tonight for the fresh apartment. Shakea Manama, Shakea Manama, Shakea Manama, Sabra, Shebre Cantaraba, Shekante Precata, Shapela Mandaraba, oh yes, Shaprende Gerebaya, Mason de Rebede, Mashanda Rabaya, Proyamaya Maya, Proyamaya Maya, Shanderebaya Baya, Shanderebaya Baya, Shanderebaya Baya, Shanderebaya Baya, Shanderebaya Baya, Shakara Manderebaya, Shandura Manderebaya, Mekele Manderebaya, Mayenderebaye, Sapura Manderebaye. Oh, oh, somebody is being anointed by the Holy Ghost. Somebody is anointed by the Holy Ghost. 
my God, my God. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Oh, fresh anointing. Thank you, Lord. The presence is here. Fresh anointing. Shayeka Golaba. Prencheka Tolaya. Seprente Kedeza. Sakuye Mengela. Endezuka Pelebaya. Shantopre Kelebaya. Senderebaya. Sanderebaya. Eya Manamaya. Eya Manamaya. Eya Manamaya. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Fresh outpouring. Fresh outpouring. The anointing that breaks and destroys the yoke. The anointing that elevates men. The anointing that makes a way. The anointing that establishes. The anointing that makes things nice. The anointing that brings permanent victory. The anointing that opens doors. The anointing that subdues your enemies. Hallelujah. Why don't you just start thanking him and appreciate the Holy Spirit? Ha. Appreciate him, appreciate him, appreciate him, appreciate him for his move in this place tonight. He is coming to help you because you've been working alone without him. And it's not a good way because you're going to break. So God has orchestrated this meeting to help every shepherd, to help every cell leader, to help every pastor so that your work can be done better. Please trust the Holy Spirit. Please believe in the Holy Ghost. He is the helper that Jesus promised us. He is the one who helps you do the work. He is the one who assists you so that your work is not a waste. Thank you, Lord. We appreciate you, Holy Ghost. Oh, we appreciate you. Thank you for tonight. Thank you for tonight. Our lives will never remain the same. Our ministries will never remain the same. Our selves will never remain the same. As we apply the keys we've received tonight, as we engage them, Lord, I believe there's a change that is coming for us in Jesus' precious name. May your ministry be transformed. May God help you. May the oil goes from ankle to knee. From need to waste. From waste to a river that cannot be crossed over. In the name of Jesus. May the anointing you've received elevate you. May the anointing you've received strengthen your feeble legs. May the anointing you've received open new doors for you. May a way be made for you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, let's appreciate God tonight, somebody. Thank you for listening. May God bless you. Remember to subscribe to receive our latest service notifications and to share the link. You can also watch our pastor, Pastor Pascal, live on our Facebook page, Alive Bible Church HQ, or on our YouTube channel, Alive Bible Church SA. Remember, 
you are alive to give life. Oh.